Hello and welcome back to When the Dust Settles. I thought that we should have a little chat about colour today. I know it's a scary topic and we might even touch on pattern, which I think maybe some people find even scarier. But with 2023 coming up in the rearview mirror and colour and pattern really looking like they are set to push their way in, whether we like it or not, I thought it might be worth to have a little chat about how we can introduce colour and pattern in a not-so-scary, much more exciting way with whites and greys. If you guys still have a lot of greys, this is the perfect opportunity to start switching that up a bit. Similarly, if you have a lot of whites, let's get some colour in there. It really lifts the spirits and, you know, let's not say scary, let's say exciting. You may have seen on Instagram a lot lately, those of you who follow other interior designers, and don't worry, I won't get upset. It's fine. <laughs> I can, I'll deal with it. Or um, brands and general interior accounts. You may have seen a lot more colour coming in and a lot more pattern. And a lot of the paint big, big name paint brands are coming out at the moment saying their colours for next year are pretty intense. I must say... I'm not that keen on quite a few of them. Um, I don't really agree with quite a few of them. But what I do agree with is that colour is definitely going to have a bit of a moment. We've had white for a really long time and every single shade of it, which can look obviously beautiful when done right. And we've had grey, which let's just not let's not talk about that. We're better than that now. Sorry if I'm offending anyone out there, but I think you agree. You know you know deep down somewhere that the grey has had its moment and has now passed. And even when we're talking about whites, the whites are warming up. We're coming towards the sort of Chanel creams rather than this stark white that a lot of people started to go for. So with all that in mind, let's start chatting a little bit about colour, what's going to be coming through, what I'm seeing come through a lot and what I'm starting to really warm to. The colours that I would probably describe as a bit scary are quite a few of the ones that have been cited as colours of the year coming in next year. I'm just, yeah, fair enough if you want to do a design stand somewhere and do something really punchy great but I don't think they're colours that you actually really want to bring into your home maybe in a kid's bedroom maybe as an accent but definitely not as a full wall colour there's a raspberry blush by Benjamin Moore and it's like a it's like a raspberry sorbet that you might get on holiday somewhere it wouldn't look too out of place in like a Barbie home or some sort of kid's plastic toy And, you know, we don't want to go for colours just because they're in. Really, never go for a colour just because they're in. Use colour trends as a great way to find new colours that you love, sure. But don't just paint your room because some paint brand told you that you should. Because I really do think that colours last more than a year. You love a colour for more than a year. And the thought that there's a new colour of the year every year when it comes to interiors, I think is a bit industry specific of just trying to sell us more and more stuff personally also I feel like as I said earlier a lot of the colors that come in are much more geared to sort of showing off design trends that you you wouldn't necessarily want in your home and you would get bored of quite quickly or might be quite in your face and 
there aren't many people that want to live day to day in a room that has like crazy designs in it. That's why not many people do their rooms in like a changing rooms kind of styly, and not many people get Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen in to do their stuff. No offense, Lawrence, but there's a time and a place. So that's that raspberry color, raspberry blush, which might be might be quite nice for maybe some shelving in a children's bedroom. Or if you look at doing the door or the skirting, something like that. Or maybe looking at, it, it would probably look quite nice in picture frames or a little bit of painted furniture, I think. Not a wall. Then there is a Terracotta Rosa by Dan Edwards. And that's actually, that, that's nicer. I still wouldn't go, maybe like a reading room or a study or a, um, or a dining room, actually. It would be a quite nice dining room. A smaller room that you don't, use too much it would look really nice on panels it's like a sort of dark going towards the maroon territory and it's actually quite near to a color that I'm really loving at the minute that's like a very dark raspberry a plummy sort of raspberry it's sort of almost there but it's not quite dark enough I would say it's a color that I keep heading towards it looks really nice in a foliage when you're picking flowers and things for a room especially in a room that does have a lot of white in it actually that really punches through and looks so nice it goes really well with creams and although it is a really strong color because it's more of a natural color it doesn't sort of punch you in the face as much as um, a color that looks like it should be children's play-doh you'll find that the more natural colors the greens the blues the deep reds can be a lot more intense without making you feel uncomfortable in a room. It is more like the sort of the the purpley, darky red tones that you get on the underside of very dark, some very dark leaves in houseplants and stuff like that, like the sort of prayer plants and things. And that other one that you can grow by just snipping a bit off and then putting in water. I don't know what it's called, but it has a very nice purpley tone underneath the leaves. And then there's a sort of a, a lighter version of that. I should have called this paint trends for 2023, shouldn't I? Not how to use colour, but we'll get on to colour in a minute. There is a white called Blank Canvas, which is too cold and grey for me. I don't really like that. The, the, the warm whites, I think, are where it's at, but just don't go anywhere near Magnolia. And then there's a Vining Ivy by Glidden. It's this sort of dark turquoise blue which I think has actually already been around for quite a while in lots of velvet chairs and stuff and it goes very well with gold but I think that a lot of cheaper brands have jumped on this color already and it's just made it look a bit cheap in my eyes it is the jewel colors and gold that came around when all the velvet and gold came in about four years ago now and it looked really good at the start but you know when someone just sort of cheaper brands just like jump on things and make cheap replicas and all of a sudden it just doesn't look as good anymore I think that's kind of where that went there's a couple of other pretty dull ones there's Valspar have done 12 livable paint colors which is quite nice it's soft neutrals mostly pastels not a great fan of pastels I feel like they're very non-committal unless you're doing baby's room in which case knock yourself out they they have names like gentle violet the whole point of telling you all of this is that there are quite a lot of colours coming forth and a lot of more patterns coming in as well. Patterns have been trying to get through for quite a while now, but people just find them really difficult, I think, to work with because 
they can be a bit overpowering and people do get a bit scared of placing things together and it is basically a whole topic in itself mixing and matching patterns it's a lot down to scale it's a lot down to do with a combination of keeping the colors the same and then going for different sections in the design so example for example a floral with a geometric much like when I was talking about pairing rugs actually so with patterns you want to pair either geometrics with let's say a floral or spots with a more of a stripy pattern but keep the palette the same or you can keep the color palette the same and go for sort of different textures that's quite nice because textures are patterns really just a different type of pattern it's, it's quite nice actually to you'll find that when you start looking at fabric and wallpapers and things I, I wouldn't mix more than one wallpaper in a room I don't think that's a good plan uh but but when you're looking at fabrics you will find that one pattern will have maybe three colorways. It's actually quite nice sometimes to get something like cushions or do a sofa and then have the cushions in the same fabric but a different colorway. That works quite well and it's not too scary. And often you'll find that the colorways really blend really nicely together. And when you're looking for color schemes in general, actually, it's quite a nice place to get inspiration from because the colorways often flow quite nicely together you'll you'll often find two or three that sit really nicely together and then and then it's scale small and large i'll do i'll do a separate podcast on patterns because actually there's a lot in there but back to colors so people when you're painting a room and you're looking at a room and you're thinking about colors i find what people do a lot when they're thinking about using a bit more of a bold color is they either envisage the entirety of the room in the color and they don't take into account where that color will actually be so if you've got a large room and you're going to have a fireplace with a huge mirror above it and then you've got large let's take a bedroom large cupboards it was a conversation actually I was having earlier today about painting a bedroom dark which seems like quite uh, a bold thing to do, but if that bedroom has a lot of windows and it has a lot of wardrobe, which you wouldn't potentially paint dark, and then you're going to put a huge mirror above your fireplace, and then you're going to put some artwork, before you know it, there's not that much dark wall there. And similar, whether dark or, or whether a colour. The thing that I think is important if you do choose to paint a room in a bolder colour is not to let it overtake everything else. I think it should still act as a background. Paint The paint on, a, on the walls should always act as a background, even if it's a colour. Similarly to if you're wallpapering a full room and you're putting pattern everywhere, then you should still be putting artwork up. You shouldn't necessarily then make the walls your feature. You can still have a feature rug or a feature bed or some other main focus in the room that aren't the walls just because you've painted them a bit of a stronger colour. And do not make that feature a feature wall. Never make that feature a feature wall. We've got to get rid of these feature walls. They don't help anyone. So just paint the whole damn thing. Or... If you just want to introduce a small bit of colour, introducing colour into the woodwork is really lovely. The windows, a sash window painted in a different colour to the rest of the room is really lovely. 
with like a matching skirting board. You can even paint ceilings a certain colour or wallpaper them. I think definitely if you go for the more naturey, greeny, bluey tones, because that's what your eye expects above you anyway. Sort of above us are trees, above us are is the sky. That's why it, it generally ceilings are painted lighter. It's because that's what you are used to. It, it feels correct for the ground to be a darker colour and above you to be a lighter colour and the light to come from above. Makes perfect sense. And also it's back to this biophilic design idea too where you, you want to emulate a little bit outside being inside. You know, you don't want rain and gusty winds and a load of bugs and spiders. But what you do want is the calming sort of nature of the way nature sets itself forth really. And that's why all these natural, neutral sort of greens and blues are are almost in the neutral category little green has an invisible green that i swear to god you barely notice the walls are green for some reason your brain doesn't pick up these colors as much so they're a great way to bring color in without feeling like you're in a paint palette in your room and with that it's actually a really good exercise if you are afraid of bringing too much color in to find some of the um find some images of rooms online that you really love and actually really study them and count the number of different colors in there and I guarantee there'll be way more than you think there are and that's a color that's everything outside of black gray and white so anything outside of those three we class as a color and when you really deconstruct these images, you'll realise there is much more colour than you think. Obviously, children's bedrooms are great places to experiment with colour and go a little bit more bold and a little bit more crazy. The kids won't care. It won't give them a headache. It won't freak them out if you go in with a load of colour. And if you are designing a kiddie's bedroom, then look back to the episode just before and I have done a a whole spiel on kiddies' bedrooms, so I won't go into them too much now. But also with living rooms as well, and, and with bedrooms, it is nicer to have a bit of colour in there because it, it warms the place up. And when you are looking at colour, it's more of a intense colour. Well, not intense even, just something with a bit more punch or body to it than your current white walls. Try not to compare it too much to those white walls because it will look very dark in comparison. Colours change enormously dependent on what they're next to. So, you know, something might look like a black in isolation. You put it next to a darker black and all of a sudden it looks blue or green. That's why when you start reading the information about each of the paint colours, you'll have something like grey with a hint of green or black white with a hint of black and you'll think well how can I have a hint of black it's white but it it does that's how they mix the paint colors with these tiny tiny amounts of different pigments and they're subtle shifts but when you hold them up against something like a bright white they look much more than they are and also similarly when you have a pale actual color so for example let's take french gray from little green when you look at it in the paint book or in the samples it looks very much like a gray because it's near to all the whites and it's on a white page you paint a whole room in french gray it'll look white people walk into that room and when they walk out again they'll tell you the room was white 
So bear that in mind. Also bear in mind to keep the faith when a painter is painting a bright colour because when a room doesn't have any of the furniture in it, it can look potentially a bit daunting. Or if you're doing something which I really love, painting a fireplace, especially again in a children's bedroom, lovely, lovely place to inject a little bit of colour, painting a fireplace. When that room's empty and that fireplace is painted and you might even have another colour on the walls, you might have gone for two colours, <laughs> slow down, that room might look a bit punchy. But wait till you keep the faith, get the curtains in, get the flooring down or the rug in, get the furniture in and it will look completely different because you don't see huge swathes of this colour. You know, we live in rooms, there's furniture in rooms, the furniture often keeps shifting, there's mess in rooms, sometimes it's clean Sometimes everything's out on the floor. Sometimes everything's put away. And, and you don't stand and, and digest the wall colour in nearly the same way as you do in a completely bollock-empty room, for, for want of a better description. Um, so when you think about the percentage when it comes to wall colour of actual colour, I really hope I'm doing a good good job at pep talking you guys to get into colour, by the way. You'll have to let me know whether it's worked. Just don't get scared thinking that there's going to be this huge swathe of expanse of colour because there's just not, because rooms have windows, rooms have doors, rooms have artwork, etc, etc. Um, another point on colour, which is a thing to think about when you're painting, is your woodwork. Don't just go for standard whatever white dulux bloody high shine white woodwork paint what what am I talking about gloss paint that your builder's gonna buy down the road just don't do that think about it before and see if you can bring color in a little bit in those skirtings and even if you don't want to make a statement with the skirtings or make them visible but it's a lovely way actually the skirtings and the architrave, especially if you have two rooms adjoining, the double rooms that we often get in these Victorian houses, to have that middle space architrave and skirting a different colour is actually a really lovely accent and really highlights that doorway. It's quite cosy as well. And you can even have it one colour on one side and one colour on the other side. It sort of differentiates the uses and the feels of the room, which is nice. And you've got your often your alcove shelving and things in there which is is another opportunity to bring a bit of color in um but if you don't want to go color do just pick or look at an off-white or an off-gray or just something with a hint of something else whatever goes with your wall color because again whites change dramatically dependent on what colors they are put next to a way to make your house look a lot more expensive is to just not go with that crazy white and to pick something that has a little bit of an off, off-white tone to it. So a little bit more of a cream, a little bit with something a bit more grey, a bit more warmth. That's really going to make your room, your home, feel more expensive and more considered. And you do want to think about this stuff quite early on because if you don't think about it early enough, you will be in a situation where, or, or at least... Think about it early and also communicate it to your builder because otherwise, before you know it, you'll pop round to look at and see how things are done and they would have already just bought something from down the road and, and just started. They do have a habit of just getting on and doing it and they won't ask because they will just 
assume that that's what everyone wants, it's what they always do, so that's what they're doing this time. Which is, you know, I mean, it's not their fault if you haven't told them, right? So you need to communicate that and or and or have everything ready for them to go and match things together and, and get samples, get paint samples and keep those paint samples as well. Keep them out with you when you're shopping for furniture, for bedspreads, for artwork, even everything. If you can think early about what your general colour scheme is and you have the actual items, so whether that's fabric, wallpaper, paint colours that you've painted on a little card and write on it what it is and keep it in your handbag in a little Ziploc envelope or something like that, take it with you and then you will always be able to match things up and you won't get in a situation where you're in home sense you're like oh my god I love that pillow I'm sure it's the right green I'm not sure whether it's the right green or I'm just gonna buy it anyway you get it home and it's not the right green and then you have to take it back and that's just annoying so when it comes to things like color in other items in the room so Obviously, you've got your main items of furniture, which you probably don't want to go too crazy colour-wise on because you want your furniture to last. It's a lot easier to paint a room than to buy new furniture. And we are in an age of not wanting to chuck everything away all the time and hoping that things last a bit longer, both for the environment and for our wallets these days. But obviously you can always paint things. If you've got something that's a little bit tired, then you can give a little rub down and paint. And it's a good good place to try colour out as well because you can always repaint it pretty easily. It's such an easy DIY job to paint a piece of furniture. Or, or even just change the knobs to something colourful or do both. Or paint the whole thing a pattern. You can get really nice stencils. Actually, I stenciled a... A chest of drawers when we first moved in god knows what i was thinking taking all that time that was before i had children or a child just the the thought of having enough time to do that now boggles my mind but i did it etsy have some really nice stencils and stencil furniture actually is really is really nice or get you know get um get creative yourself but the main thing is is to bring all these colours together first in their real term forms. And also when you are buying furniture that's a colour, quite a lot of furniture online will have the option of a sample. So try not to rush it and do bother to ring them up. If, it's, if it doesn't say online that, you know, free sample, click here, then do give them a ring and say, have you got a sample of x y and z color or even the wood and often more often than not they do or they can at least direct you to a showroom where you can see something and then you bring your little ziploc bag of samples along and then you're all good but really you want a sample of whatever color and pattern it is in the room that it's going to be in generally at the beginning of the day middle of the day in the evening to see what the light does to it because dependent on where that room is and what way it's facing Again, colours, funny things. They'll do different things in different lights. End of the day light is a different light to start of the day, etc. So yeah, get samples from furniture too. You don't, we, we order so much online now, which, which is brilliant, but it's very hard to tell. I mean, the one thing that's frustrating that you can't do is get samples of rugs unless you're getting something custom made, in which case you're spending an awful lot of money and in which case, of course, you're going to have samples of all that stuff. That's an expensive purchase right there. But let me tell you, if you can do it, brilliant. But 
most of us tend to buy our rugs online. Even if you do have the budget to get something custom made, it'll probably only be one or two and you will buy, be buying other rugs online as well. Lucky thing is, is that rugs are generally fairly easy to send back if they're not quite right. If, if, if it doesn't work, send it back. But everything else, everything you can get a sample on, that's how you do colour, is just samples of everything and put them together. And then it's what does your eye like? There, there are no rules. If you're a really maximalist person that absolutely loves colour, then you live in the house, you go for it. But if... If you're not and you just want to start introducing some of it in and maybe you've already got a room that is the dreaded grey or very, very white, just bring some colours in, in samples or in, in, in accessories and start playing around with them. Pots and vases are a wonderful thing to paint as well if, if you want to get something in a certain paint colour for cheap and see how you feel about it and then go from there picture frames as well I feel like we've fallen into a bit of a trap of constantly having either pale wood black or gold picture frames because that's what Ikea started to offer us easily there's some lovely artists around at the minute that actually paint patterned picture frames and they're beautiful or you can paint a picture frame yourself or you can look at having the mount a certain color and and these things can either speak to the other colors in the room or they can stand alone and or they can be a really good opportunity to just live with a bit of color for a while and see how you feel about it see whether you keep drawing back to it and then if you are then you can maybe use that color a bit more in the room I'm going to link actually the the um the link to the lady that does these frames because they are beautiful I'll link it in the show notes and other things that can change all the time like plants are brilliant to, to bring color in if you've got enough money to buy a lot of flowers bring them in they add color to the room they're all part of it everything is is part of it and you can start small I feel like as well when you're buying furniture a good idea is anything you buy that's in a fabric try and make sure it's something that can be reupholstered relatively easily and has a good frame a good solid frame or, or can be repainted relatively easily, one or the other. Especially if you're buying antique, vintage, second-hand stuff. Because that way, A, you can have more fun trying things around. Because if you don't like it or if you're not 100% sure that you're going to like it in however many years' time, you can reupholster it and change it, but you don't find yourself buying another bed or another chair or another sofa. Loose covers are great because especially on sofas and chairs and especially if you have kids and dogs because you can have a couple of covers made in different colours and then you can chop and change a bit. But that's a good way to just remind yourself if you feel like it's going a bit out there on certain colour or what have you, if something can be reupholstered or changed later then it's not, it's not such a commitment because the, the, the item you still have, but, you know, just change the colour. And also... Just because you absolutely love a colour now, it doesn't mean you're going to love it in however long. And trends do tend to sway us as to what we do or don't like. We do have a thing as humans that if we see something often enough, we will often start to like it if we get familiar enough with it. I couldn't tell you the ins and outs of the science of why. I know it is out there. If you're interested, you can look it up. That That's how sort of retail and trends work they want us to keep buying they want us to keep 
switching up our, our homes because then we buy more paint, we then buy more furniture and that's all good for the economy, which is obviously good to an extent for small business and this, that and the other, but it's not good for the environment and it's not good for us to just keep consuming. So bear that in mind and try to really question yourself with regards to are you loving something because you genuinely love it or are you loving something because it's just been shoved in your face so much on Pinterest and Instagram that now you sort of you have a semi-obsession with it and you need you need it in your home but as soon as the next thing is shoved in front of your face on Pinterest and Instagram you're going to wish you had that instead and do make sure it fits with the rest of your house and the rest of your room if if you're not doing something from scratch fit try and fit things in and try also to find colors if you if you're stuck for what what colors to use or where to start try and find some colors that you already have going on maybe in artwork or in a bedspread or in pillows or cushions or your rug or even the colors you can see outside your eye will pick up a color much more if it's got it in a couple of places so for example if you've got a pink little chair set at the end of your garden and you've got something, I don't know, some pink flowers up by much closer to your door and then you've got a pink piece of artwork inside, your eye is going to very happily rest on one piece to another and, and they'll all sort of come up as little highlights in your vignette, as it were. So think about things like that. So, for example, also if you want to pick out a colour in a pattern on your sofa or on your chair, then get a couple of uh, similarly coloured accessories to go on your shelves or even find the books that are similar colours and, and use them and have a have a play around and see what colours you can bring out in your room, what colours you like the most, and then go from there. It's so subjective, colour both to ourselves and dependent on the room that it's in and what else is surrounding it. So there really are, I must push that more, no rules. Just go with what makes you feel good. Colour is essentially a very uh, evocative thing. It affects us in all sorts of ways, good and bad. And again, it'll affect you personally in different ways. So go with what you love and what feels right. And at some point I will do another blog post more on pattern and hopefully we can patch these two things in. But if you're having any problems with color or you're really stuck or you'd really like to use X or Y color in your home and you can't think how, give me a shout because you always know where to find me either on the Facebook group or on our Instagram and also if you're doing a renovation at the minute or embarking on one and it all feels a little bit overwhelming then you can have a little look on our renovation toolkit on Etsy we've got a really good spreadsheet on there that highlights so many things you need to think about it'll guide you in the right direction and it'll help you put a budget together very soon there's going to be added also on Etsy as a separate download a scope of work that you can use as well to edit and change that, again, should help you cover everything when you're putting things to builders and getting quotes as well. So, I mean, nowadays, at the moment, in the current climate, you really don't want to make any costly mistakes. You really don't want to waste any time. And maybe you thought that you had enough budget for a project manager, but now you don't because of the goddamn mortgage rates or whatever else it might be. We put this spreadsheet together through 
a lot of our planning and our knowledge and the way we plan projects and the way we budget for projects and the things that we think about and we really think that we really hope that it'll be helpful to you as well so if you're interested in that then the link I will put the link in the show notes and you can also find it on our Facebook group our Facebook group is called ain't nobody like a homebody and you can find me anytime on there and post any questions that you might like similarly on instagram send me a dm with anything that i might be able to help with and i will be very very happy to help and in the meantime i hope everyone has a great weekend dreaming up colorful colorful scenes for their homes i'll speak to you soon bye